This NFL Coach of the Year and Best Bets edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Game Time, your home for the lowest price, last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdogs Pick'em for a chance to win one hundred x. Promo code SGPN at UnderdogFantasy.com for a hundred percent deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGPN. Let's let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Ryan, real PSA Kramer. Oh, PSA. What do we got? Uh, you came in. Well, it's, ra- it's raining in California. Oh, here we go. Uh, you know, people got to stay safe out there. For those who don't understand, rain in California kind of reminds me of when it snowed in Virginia and like there would be times where out on 460 which was a freeway Sean. Yes. Well, it, well not quite two but we'll maybe like uh you know something more uh four lane. They just parked their car on the side of the road when it was snowing. Too dangerous. <laughs> I'm going to stop here. That's what I feel like these Teslas are doing. Oh, in Tesla. LA uh, remember how we used to hate the Prius because you get these EV drivers. They're like, "Look at me! I'm saving the fucking earth. I'm gonna drive however fast I want because I want all those leaves on my car." Well, now you got the Tesla drivers. They get in the left lane. So mistake number one: when it's raining in Los Angeles, we have uncrowned freeways. What does that mean? You want to crown them? Crown them. The middle of the fucking freeway is often a puddle and all the place where you're gonna hydroplane the most. Hmm. It doesn't stop these Tesla drivers for get, getting over <laughs> in that left lane, and they park. Uh, this one, this one in particular, going 55 miles an hour down the two. If you're not familiar with Los Angeles, the two is a freeway that literally comes out of a mountain. You're going downhill. I'd say if you were in neutral, you could probably go 70 miles an hour. 55. So of course, this causes a massive amount of traffic. So what happens when you have a cluster of cars in traffic in the rain? in Los Angeles, where we don't drain our freeways. Well, you get a tremendous amount of mist. So now you've created this artificial cloud and no one can see what happens next. Everyone continues to slow down more. So what did I do? Got up next to this Tesla and did the old man wagged my (laughs) finger, honked my horn, and then proceeded to give him a little juke, freak him out a little bit. And then went on my merry way where I could casually go 80 miles an hour. Granted, I do have a sweet truck with some brand new all weather tires, very deep treads, but to to go 55 on unfucking believable, hopefully. And the thing I'd leave you with, because one of my daughters is getting near driving age. The other one's very curious. So the lesson here, if you don't have a reason to be in the left lane, get the fuck out of the left lane. Remember that 
Just like you're, you remember when you listen to us that we've always bet first half unders in March Madness. <laughs> Just like we remember, you don't lay three and a half, or sorry, you don't take three and a half, you lay three and a half. Remember, hey, why am I in the left lane? If if there's a pause right there, get the fuck out of the left lane. All right, how you doing, John? Doing great. <laughs> uh, Rolex dad saying left lane has no speed limit. Agreed. You should not. Uh, it's it's a very it's a very simple system, right? Yeah. If 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 things get organized with like-minded things, you're going to end up with less traffic. But the second you get some asshole in a fucking EV left lane is for passing. Exactly. And if there's not a left lane to pass and you are the fucking cork, remove yourself (laughs) from the situation. All right. And and honestly, I, you know what? I'm going to be very surprised if anyone actually is helped by this advice that listens to this program, because we don't have these fucking betas who feel like, you know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to get in the left lane and be that guy. I I don't know. Maybe I grew up in a different time, different place, but in New Jersey, if you, if you parked it in the left lane, honestly, I have memories of going like 80 in the left lane and being terrified because some fucking Cadillac filled with guineas was riding up my ass, honking the horn <laughs> with a hand out the window. So yeah, sorry, not sorry, but I feel like I got to turn that up a little bit. If, if you're in the left lane and you don't have a reason, fuck off. Get out also of the left turn lane. our part, turn the podcast off. Unless it's your wife, then then turn the podcast louder. Maybe play this part <laughs> of the podcast. You don't have to be the bad guy. Happy to let that rant uh, teach someone in your life how to drive. Ryan, uh, we got a lot to get to. We are going to be breaking down NFL Coach of the Year, then uh, closing out with best bets uh, for tomorrow's slate, aka Wednesday, and we have uh, this week's edition of Real. Not men of DJs, real ladies of DJs. So if we could, uh, I will cue the uh, I will cue the video <laughs> when we're ready to go. SGPN presents real men of DJs. Real men of DJs. We salute you, Carolyn Peck. That's right. She was the announcer that gave us this gem. As a coach, I say, bitch, stay in this ball game. Stay excited. Stay enthusiastic. Pull your team through. I don't care if the officials are telling you to sit down. As a coach, I say, I, I, I mean, that's real talk. Uh, it did. Someone in the comments goes, "What? She's saying, bitch, like too short. She's like, she really gave it that, bitch. Uh, I, Amazing I, work, Carol. But I'd also imagine, like." This is why we loved Gus Johnson and Akeem Talib. Yeah, because we were hearing Keeping the real, it real. shit. Like, at this, this is, I mean, she was, she's a former coach, I guess, and this is exactly what a former coach would say: like, "Bitch, stay in the game." Yeah, I mean, it, I mean it, Sean, you've told many stories of your co- coach oh, calling yeah, you a, a motherfucker, grabbing you. I assume this is just the the female version of that. Yeah, bitch is probably the uh, it's a very tame, over very tame compared to some of the stuff. So. Shout out to you, uh, Carolyn Peck. You know she censored her. That was the censored version. Yeah, that was. She was like, "Well, surely I can say bitch on uh, ESPN." Uh, hey, we are going to break down NFL Coach of the Year odds. Before we do that, of course, shout out to Game Time. Game Time is your home for last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That is the Game Time guaranteed. 
Uh, if you if you're looking to maybe check out some college hoops, NBA, uh, awesome, uh, crazy day, uh, NHL. I mean, uh, getting those outdoor games; those are always super fun to watch in person. Wherever you're trying to go, Game Time is the app when it comes to getting tickets, and not just sports, concerts, comedy, whatever it is. They got you covered. They got the Game Time guarantee because uh, if you can find lower tickets. Uh, same row, same section for less. They'll refund you 110% of the difference. Don't even try because they have the lowest price made for mobile. Very easy. GameTime.co or download the GameTime app. Use the promo code SGPN for $20 off. All right. Happy football season, Sean. Yeah. People love when, uh, people love talking about football all year round. I will say uh, I've probably dialed the news consumption to a minimum, and it oh, turns really? out you almost miss if you just go like one day at a time. You don't miss much. Hmm. It's the off season. You don't have to read the same off season bullshit over and over again. <laughs> you can you can dial that down the frequency of how how you're refreshing your NFL list on X, uh, and yeah, we got a. I would say one of the one of my more favorite uh, futures mm. markets in terms of just being able to look at it and see uh value C E V. Sorry. I don't use E anymore. I seeing V see a lot of V on this sheet uh, really? coach of the year. I like C and V C and V. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, all right, let's get started. I think the way we typically go through these would be good from the bottom to the top. And uh, it does kind of stand out to me, Sean. I, if you're looking at the sheet, I don't see any anonymous animals in here, but I did do some uh, some additional stuff. I left in last year's odds. I also put in uh, some color coding around mm. first and second year head coaches, try to give you a better visualization of uh, how to attack the market. But yeah, starting from the bottom, always hilarious when we discussed uh, Bill Belichick in the past. Uh, may he rest in peace. And Andy Reid in the past and the future of just like, okay, we get it. Andy Reid seventy to one, but like, <laughs> what? Well, this highlights how silly this award is. Also, yeah, it's <laughs> it's coach of the year, but it's also it's also most improved team is really where the uh, or and, or and team that powers through injury. I think that's that the ultimately losing their quarterback for the Browns is what got it for Stefanski. It's usually either your quarterback gets injured and you. Still get into the playoffs. That was the Browns' formula, or you you didn't win a bunch of games and you improved your margin of wins. You need to go up, I would say, at least five to six wins from the previous season. You need to get in the playoffs. Those are usually uh, the uh, what they what they grade these things by. Now, Andy Reid, he's just never going to win it. The only way he wins it is if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt and they still get into the playoffs. That's the formula for Andy Reid, uh, winning Coach of the Year, which is. Is possible? Is it seventy to one? Because again, it's that fine line. If if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, their chances of making it to the playoffs obviously go way down. I think I think Mahomes would have to miss more than I would say six or seven games uh, for him. I, to I think win it's even award. crazier than that. I mean, yeah, Mahomes is the exception, but I I, I don't think Stefanski, who's also seventy one, um, I guess ironically, but I I don't if if Flacco isn't doesn't show up. This team could end up with the same type of season and he not win the award, in my opinion. I think there was something splashy about the way Flacco made the loot team compared to some of the other backups that even got some wins. Uh, so I, I even think the Stefanski is such an outlier. I wouldn't even like I I don't 
I think you're probably right. The only guy is Mahomes. Mahomes goes out. Maybe that's enough for Andy Reid to get the award. But it would take there not being any other real candidates, in my opinion. I I disagree. I think if if Mahomes misses either half the year, majority of the year, and they still win the AFC West, I think Andy Reid that that they would actually look to reward him and give him Coach of the Year. Yeah, I'm just saying he would be in the discussion with some with other guys, and I still think they're because he's an old guy, he might not get it. Yeah, they do also want to give a new narrative. Although Stefanski, he's won it twice now, so uh, him winning a third time, I think, is really tough uh, for Coach of the Year. Although at seventy to one, it would have to be uh, another similar situation Which? where they, where Deshaun Watson gets hurt, you could see. I mean, or is it that he stays healthy and he still wins it in spite of Deshaun Watson well, being? Well, I think team? yeah, I I think our view of Deshaun Watson and and how he's more a detriment than a than a plus. I don't think the market views it that way. Stay if tuned I, for comeback player of the year. If I had to, uh, if I had to choose to between come. Reed and Stefanski at seventy to one, I would choose Stefanski. But I just don't mm. see it. So no, I think your I think your path for Reed is more reasonable than Stefanski winning back to back years. Yeah, I mean both are pretty unlikely. But I, w- I yeah, you're right. Maybe the uh, maybe I would go uh, Reed. because you you laid out. The old like a, a very clear case on how Reed gets there, um, and then just in general, I mean, back to back winners. And Andy Reid's only won it once. Where you know, even Belichick, which they clearly got tired of giving it to, he won it three times. Three times. So, you know, him getting it a second time. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the. The more I think about it, give me if I had to choose between both these, uh, Andy Reid, I think, uh, is a decent price there. Last back-to-back coach of the year winner was. Oh, I'm 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 looking at it, Ryan Joe oh, Gibbs, yeah. 82-83. Fun fact: that uh, was like a different. Uh, clearly, it was a different vibe then. Oh yeah, lots of things. The NFL, and I think that was N82. I think was the strikes shortened season, so he probably got credit for. Oh uh, yeah, because he's his record is eight and one that year. So I think it's probably like, hey, figuring it out off the strike shortened season, and then. You know, running it back and going fourteen and two in nineteen eighty three. I mean, the only two guys to ever do it were him and Don Shula. So Don Shula won it four times. That's crazy. But but one uh, back one to back. Yeah, uh, he was back to back only once though. And then uh, other fun nugget that stood out to me: Ron Rivera won it twice in three <laughs> years. Um, yeah, again, maybe this will. Jason Carrot also a uh, strange yeah. time for the <laughs> coach of the year. Brian Dable. Yeah, may, maybe. Uh, are you suggesting it's not the uh, the most impressive award to win? No, so I'm All not. Right. I'm not firing them no, either. Neither long shot. Uh, next up, Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, both at sixty to one. I could see why you'd put these guys in the same bucket. It's the bucket of there's no fucking way they get this award. <laughs> like I don't even know what they would have to do. Well, Saints are nine and eight. Um, or or nine and eight last year didn't get into the playoffs. I think the way Dennis Allen gets it is they'd have to be the number one or two seed in the NFC next year. So if yeah, you're if yeah. you're super, I, I guess <laughs> I guess I would just say if you're super high on the Saints and you think they could be the number one or number two seed, compare that to Coach of the Year odds because I think if they if they got the number one seed in the NFC, wouldn't Dennis Allen? I think he actually would win it because I'm assuming they would have to be. It would require fourteen and three. 
but it would also require a ton of, you know, again, looking at the sheet, ton of the purple and red guys to have missed on their opportunity. Yeah. And so I, I think, you know, when you're talking about a guy I and mean, Dennis Allen, and Todd Bowles are interesting too, cause they're relatively new coaches, but it feels like they've been there forever. It feels like they're very unsexy. Well, and, and I think Dennis Allen kind of missed his or Todd Bowles. I mean, Dennis Allen, I also don't think is a very good head coach. So no. I do factor that in to some degree. Bowles missed his chance. Bowles had a chance last year. I think, um, you know, super low expectations. Everyone remembers my uh, bucks to win the NFC South. It's like nine to one. Which had it not been for some of the other interesting stories of Stefanski and D'Amico Ryan's, I think Todd Bowles and he probably did get some votes um, deserve some consideration. But I think now that the they already see like, oh, hey, this team wasn't horrible. I think he kind of doesn't have a chance this year. Yeah, I I also get the sense that like Todd Bowles isn't one of this, these guys that is nice to everyone, so the media doesn't just like love love him. And cause uh, you know, he, his coaching job, uh, his coaching job last year was better than Stefanski's like I, I bottom Todd line, Bowles? Stefanski had one of the best rosters in football. Yeah. And, and it's a testament to how good the roster was that they could withstand some of the injuries and frankly, yeah, taking a, a, having to play a backup all year. Sure. But when your leader was a fucking is a piece of shit that no one wants <laughs> to play for. Like I, I do think that uh, Todd Bowles better coaching job. Like so, clear, clear, clear. So yeah, real quick, uh, just breaking down the voting from uh, the 2023 NFL coach of the year, Stefanski, 165 uh, total uh, points, I guess they call it. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's yeah. also 165, but Stefanski had 21st or 21 first place votes. D'Amico Ryan's only had 20. That was the difference. Uh, Campbell then with 33 points, Kyle Shanahan, 26, Harbaugh, 26, McVay, 21. Tomlin with five, Shane Steichen with only four. I, I thought Shane Steichen deserved a lot more consideration. Matt Lafour with two. Todd Bowles did did get one third place vote for one point. Mike McDaniel with one, and then Sean McDermott the, with one. The man coached a team that had thirty three percent of their sat, almost forty percent of their salary was dead. Yeah, uh, no, but what are we doing? Yeah, I think it's a popularity. But, but I think you're right. Bulls showed. Yeah. All right, no one's voting for Bulls. It, it's like uh, it's like the prom king and queen. Todd Bulls doesn't give a fuck about that. Which, by the way, completely unrelated nugget. I was sitting at a tire shop this morning, and they were doing a piece on that that little kid, the the young uh, black kid that was doing the interviews at the Super Bowl. He was on Good Day uh, America, whatever whatever those morning shows is. Sean, you are you familiar with this kid? He was doing interviews at the Super Bowl. He's probably like 10, 10 years old. Very well. So you interviewed Kelsey that kind of went viral. Um, anyway, he, he was talking about his sports. Like he had some condition, which led him to eventually not be able to play sports. And he was yes. highlighting his sports career. And he, he said, you know, they wouldn't let me play tackle. I did play flag football, but that doesn't count. And I, and I got a good <laughs> chuckle out of a 10 year old who wants to be a sports journalist talking about how flag football doesn't count. Uh, he's going to carry the torch for all of us. Yeah. So need, need not interested in either of these guys. Interesting that Dennis Allen's odds were 12 to one last year. And now they're 60 to one. Uh, all right. Next tier we got John Harbaugh, Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy. This is also a, a tier of almost impossible path to winning the award. Yeah. I mean, again, it would have to be 
your quarterback gets injured and you still end up being like the one or two seed because all three of these guys 45 to 1, sorry if I didn't say that. Still have relatively high expectation, you know, Sirianni probably missed his shot um not this past year but the year before for coach of the year. You don't Harbaugh. think there's a redemption angle to like potentially like the the team? No, no because I think they I think he's catching a bunch of shit for it falling apart. So, it's his reason. Well, and also they were eleven and six, so I, I think it's enough. tough. I still think you would need a QB injury um, to kind of showcase, like, yeah, if you're if you go thirteen and four um, with Marcus Mariota, I think you uh, you have a cool. good chance to win Coach of the cool. Year. <laughs> but uh, I think that's tough to predict. Well, same happening. with same with Harbaugh at forty five to one. Well, There's just a one seed. What's he? What could he possibly do? Yeah, it, it, again, it is kind of half most improved as well. And then Mike McCarthy, uh, I just don't see it happening. Uh, what could Mike McCarthy do? I feel like they hit the well, nuts yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, like they they were in the best case scenario. Dak was in the MVP mix. Uh, they were all ready to go. Everything went right. Yeah, for the most part. All right, so no no long shots so far. No. All right, next tier. Uh, I'll limit this to two guys: Brian Dable, Sean McDermott. They are they are tied a little bit. Uh, Dable just won the award, so it would be very very unlikely. Um, probably would take drafting the right sexy rookie quarterback and him immediately being good for him to even be in consideration. Sean McDermott, I don't understand why he's not seventy to one. Yeah, there's no way anyone's voting for the guy who made the terrorist uh, comment. Well, I I think these guys are more interesting in the first coach fired market than oh coach of the year. pew pew pew. Well, I think both are relatively on the hot. Nick seat. Sirianni and Mike McCarthy. Feel feel free to throw those guys in too. Yeah, I do think Sirianni probably gets the entire season. Um, it could be close. I mean, if they start out like zero and four, zero and five, maybe they pull the plug. Um, yeah, I would say the same for the Maras. I, I doubt. Like as much as it's fun to say it, the, the idea that Dable gets fired. Mid-season. You're right. Probably they'll probably be drafted a rookie quarterback. They're probably going to chalk this up as another rebuilding year. Kind of in a rebuilding decade for the Giants. So don't see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dable would have to do like a. Eleven and six. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you over these two Super Bowls over the last uh, (laughs) twenty years of my life. All right. Yep. Uh, End of argument. (laughs) Sean McDermott again. Like, what? What record would they have that? Uh, He's impossible. He's more impossible to me than Todd Bowles. Yeah. He's not liked. I mean, I don't. Again, I can't. I struggle to make a case for any of these guys. Josh Allen wins the MVP before McDermott wins the Coach of the Year. Yeah. There's a, I mean, I guess Demar Hamlin couldn't even secure the bag with comeback yeah, player. I mean, bills, bills would fuck up a wet dream. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, not interested here as well. All right, next tier, uh, a little bit bigger, wider. We got a couple uh, guys who have uh, highlighted colors because they're a first or second year coach. We got Sean Payton, second year. He was eight to one last year. Sean, he's That's now crazy. thirty to one. Uh, well, again, going from first to second year, interesting. Kevin O'Connell. Also thirty to one. Um, interesting there. He, he's now in his third year. Mike Tomlin, of course, the longest tenured head coach now with Bill Belichick out of the way. He's twenty eight to one. Just always going to be disrespected. And uh, Brian Cal- Callahan, first year head coach for the Tennessee Titans, a team that didn't exactly win a ton yeah. of games last year. He's also twenty eight to one. Um, I thought highlighting the coaches, if nothing else, mm-hmm. makes it stand out when you have a first year guy or second year guy dipping down this far in the odds. And, you know, especially when you compare them side by side with their peers here, 
I, this is very interesting. I think Callahan specifically has opportunity for growth. I think Peyton has that plus just the general love and respect already. Yeah. Well, so Callahan taking over a six and eleven Titans team, and the the formula for him is pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, could the Titans beat D'Amico Ryan's? Yeah. Could they? Well, could they get into the playoffs? Um, you know, see some progress out of Will Levis. Maybe that defense he's able to coach up. I'd argue they're in a better spot because you have more. You have more assets on the team that you maybe there's still question marks like Traylon Burks, Will Levis, but you they're already on the team yeah. and you get to add to that. So they well, are and an interesting and you're, squad. and you're not starting a true rookie. So you're I mean, Levis yeah. doesn't have a ton of experience, but at least he's a second year guy. You could see Levis uh making a leap here from year one to year two. Now a lot of stuff has to break right, but I think Callahan at twenty eight to one, I will add him officially on the sheet. Yeah, co sign this. Uh Tomlin I don't know. I mean, it's not the way to play the Steelers. No, he's always he's always going to be interesting, but I think they've kind of already. What would it take? New young quarter. It would take. You know what it would take if Justin Fields goes there. Looks like a like, but then he's the MVP. Like, I I think there's so many. I, I guess Fields goes there. They turn into this team and they win well, thirteen they, games. Again, they got in the playoffs last year, yeah. so you have to exceed that. You have to be the number yeah. one seed. So. Um, and the pat they have more pass to get to number one seed than I think Tomlin coach of the year. Uh, O'Connell, I don't really like that team without Kirk Cousins. Uh, I just, I mean, they're they're completely lost without a quarterback again. But the path is they get the right quarterback. Although he, you know, this is his third year. He kind of had a. They made the playoffs in his first. He, there, there's reasons why he doesn't work. Yeah, and he's certainly in the mix for first coach fired. I Can mean, I, seven and ten, you would have to win the division. Sean Payton, I think in some ways, put him down for me. Okay, because I think in some ways he kind of hurt himself uh, by finishing strong there and going eight and nine. Doesn't matter because of his division. I, I think if he if they have a year where they can take down the Chiefs once, win the division, maybe twice. Even I think I don't think they. I think they're interesting because I don't think they need to win the division. They could have a eleven. 12 win season. They don't win the division, but yeah, I think the path is they take over the chiefs for the division, which we see this chiefs team. That's always possible. Uh, they certainly were shaky in the regular season. They got it done in the end, but the, the Peyton, the, the Broncos are crescendoing the, I guess the question becomes the quarterback, but you trust in seeing what Peyton's already done with this team in short time and how quickly you start to see the correction. I certainly think there's enough paths there where I'd want to grab a piece of it. Uh, as, uh, bringing it back to the Callahan, I think you're also betting on the fact that his dad will be the offensive line coach for the Titans, mm. and I almost certainly think this is going to be a team that's going to be able to run the ball. And so, I, I, with Will Levis, run the ball, play action, you know, figure out a couple t- downfield targets, and then uh, you hopefully play a little defense. I, I love the Callahan play. Twenty-eight to one's a great price. Also worth noting, Sean, Titans were a hand pay. So perhaps yes. this is the <laughs> keep an eye on the slot. The slot. This is slot. potentially what the slot was uh, telling me when I hand when it hand paid me. That was that was a man hand pay as well. Uh, <laughs> for those for those wondering, the Colts was a female. Uh, all right, so we I just bit off two bites. Uh, you took one. You officially you did not take Sean Payton. No, I see it, but. Or is know, it because they were too good at the end of the year? Is that really what you're holding on to? Yeah, I, I think okay. if they if they only win three more games than they did the previous year, you look at the history of the award. That's 
Yeah, that would be extremely rare situation. But but this would be rare because it's probably going to be a new quarterback as well. So I think that he would get some bonus credit for that. Right. I just think there's going to be someone that wins five or six more games than they did the previous season, and that's the team I'm looking to fire on for coach of the year. All right, next tier, uh, fairly wide one here. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. So this is all twenty-five to one now. The last hmm. group was thirty and twenty-eight to one. Twenty-five to one. Kyle Shanahan, Dave Canales, first-time head coach. Doug Peterson in his third year and Dan Quinn. Boy, did I get a chuckle when I was making this list, Sean? Because I had completely forgot that Dan Quinn had been hired by the Washington Commanders, aka the Washington Football Team, aka the Washington Redskins, uh, aka whatever they decide to change their name to this offseason. All four of these coaches, twenty-five to one. Uh, to me, it's very easy to get rid of Doug Peterson and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, no way. Uh, they. In some ways, Kyle Shanahan to me feels more like uh, he should be sitting next to John Harbaugh, right in that forty-five to one, maybe fifty to yeah, one. Yeah, uh, why do they? I think it's just because maybe no one wants to give any respect to Brock Purdy. But why would he not have been in the mix this past year? Like, what are you going to do? This would have been the like, like, yeah. This was the case. You got a Mister Irrelevant quarterback to take a great roster. But for me, it's the same reason Stefanski. It's not the the best coaching job because. You have the talent. Like to me, there's some level of coaching guys up that's required in this this award. Um, Canales, what, Doug Peterson, do you have any takes on that? No, no, thank you. Right? No, I mean, he feels already, like they already did their thing. Yeah, he already had his. Uh, I'm going to turn things around, but then, yeah, I mean, the Jags were sitting nine and eight last year, underperformed. Even if, yeah, it's like the path for him to get it isn't worth the price. All right, so Canales. On the Panthers um, last year, Frank Reich was twenty to one to win this award. Dave Canales is now twenty-five to one, and probably a better opportunity. Uh, Dan Quinn uh, steps into the Commanders' job. Rivera was forty to one going into last year. Uh, Dan Quinn now twenty-five to one. Certainly, the appeal of potentially being the Caleb Williams team is interesting here. Uh, they do have a decent roster around. Uh, the new quarterback, uh, specifically with with some receivers, I think we both like Sean. Uh, that being and and probably just an upgrade off of Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio on the defensive side of the ball. Got rid of Mister Quit, aka uh, uh, I'm blanking yeah, on his name. With I the mean, fuck defensive lineman out of Ohio oh, Chase State, Young. Chase Young. Oh, it did show up in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. Uh, he did. It's One weird, I, Dave. I mean, Dan Quinn. I like the situation, right? Because to your point. You might get that Drake May, uh, Caleb Williams, yep. and it works, right? They they get into the playoffs as a wild card. Cliff team. Kingsbury coaches them up, and it works. I mean, <laughs> they're you know the four win team. They win nine games, get into the playoffs with new ownership. I think the narrative is there. The price is somewhat intriguing. To your point, they have some talent. They don't even have to win the division if they just get into the playoffs. I think because they've been out of the playoffs for so long. I think Dan Quinn, but the problem is I think Dan Quinn sucks as a head coach. But yeah. at twenty-five to one, I will take a small uh, sprinkle on that. Canales is an interesting scenario where I think because the Panthers were so bad, um, I don't think the NFL wants to put any more heat on this guy. I, I don't think maybe they, he's got more memoirs in his past. We'll have to know when to come. <laughs> uh, Dave Canales, of course, uh, overcome his uh, jerking off addiction. Uh, I, I think very brave Dave Canales, man. It's like all they would probably need is to win eight games. And he's, I don't think they would like, you could make a decent case for him coach of the year. If they're just competitive down the stretch, but 
We've even seen it with like uh, Dan Quinn, or sorry, not Dan Quinn, uh, Dan Campbell. Like Dan Campbell um, didn't win Coach of the Year this year, but also didn't win it uh, the year before. So if you go back to the 2022 NFL uh, with the the standings, and you look at the Detroit Lions, nine and eight, didn't get into the playoffs, still a massive turnaround from the previous season. Dan Campbell still didn't win Coach yeah. of the Year. I think. I think the more I think about this, Canales almost has to get into the playoffs. And with Bryce Young, with that depleted roster, it's just such an ask at twenty-five to one. I I, I don't see it because if Dan Campbell didn't get it, like he went nine and eight, they knocked He's out the loved. Packers. Yeah, it was a great story. They knocked out of the Packers that last game. They had some momentum. They brought into the next season. If he doesn't get it for that, I don't think. I still think you have to get into the playoffs. So I, I would say Dan Quinn. We'll put it this way. Well, what do you think, uh, uh, Commanders? And maybe that price is already out there. Make miss playoffs is. Uh, it's not. I, I've not seen a make miss, but. But what six to one, seven I, to one? I don't think it's going to be that steep. Okay, so like, that, like I, what do you think the division price is going to be? At least ten to one, fifteen to one. Yeah, maybe you're right. Then I, that just seems with the seven seeds. I don't think we're ever we ever are going to see tremendously like. So let's just say conser- five to one. If you like, if you're going to be playing Commanders, make playoffs. You may as well sprinkle Dan Quinn, Coach of the Year, because I think if if Quinn gets the Commanders into the playoffs, his pedigree for Coach I, of the yeah, Year I is pretty I good. I guess I don't hate that, um, but I'm not. I'm not betting on Dan. Dan, you nailed it. Dan Quinn, Quinn, not a good coach. I think that's the big part of the handicap, right? Yeah, no, I mean that's certainly he sucks as a head coach. Certainly is a uh, is part of it. All right, feel free um, to toss that in. That makes me not want to bet on him. Uh, and Dave Canales uh, under no circumstances. And by the way, Sean, in a upcoming um, Patreon pick'em, oh yeah, we will be including a copy of this marriage. The question that changed everything <laughs> just secured the bag on. Oh, that I, I yeah. like that. Great uh, idea. Great idea <laughs> for the prize. We send him some. Uh, some si- some books. You think he'll sign them? Oh for yeah, us? why wouldn't he? He oh. doesn't realize we're being sarcastic. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, I mean, he he certainly uh, anyone reading this book is sar- sarcastic. All right, so uh, you're biting off a little piece of Quinn. I'm saying no, thank yeah. you. Uh, I see your angle though. I I think maybe like Mike my, my Peyton angle. All right, next tier, twenty two to one. We got Mike McDaniel, Zach Taylor, and Antonio Pierce. Uh, Josh McDaniels for the record was 40 to one last year in the same spot for Antonio Pierce. So seeing a discount, this was the same price that I paid at my, for my D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year last year. Uh, I do see the Antonio Pierce angle, but I don't know. Uh, I'd much rather have Sean Payton at his price. Really? See, I think I would rather have Antonio Pierce. Because uh, the narrative, it's new. I mean, they both have major issues at quarterback. The, the Raiders have at least shown an ability to. Be, well, I guess the, the Broncos. I'm a little worried beat that the Chiefs. Like you're coming out of the okay, we're just going to do a bunch of Oklahoma drills and get ramped up. You know, rah, oh, there's rah. A, there's a massive letdown opportunity for Antonio Pierce, but you also have the sexy new narrative. You also have uh, this former player, outspoken head coach. Restoring the Raider way—it's the—it's a much more fun narrative to write up. Antonio Pierce. Yeah, I just you know I I think 
if I compare it to D'Amico Ryan's last year, what I was excited about D'Amico Ryan's by the time we talked about it was I was excited about CJ Stroud. I was excited about Bobby Slowick and the Niners offense that they were bringing in. I was excited about some of their weapons yeah. and I was mostly excited about knowing D'Amico Ryan's was going to have the defense playing. I don't necessarily have any of those beliefs when it comes to Antonio Pierce. So I'm, I'm out on Antonio Pierce. Mike McDaniel is always going to be a little bit interesting because I, I do think he um, people are intrigued by him, but again, their, their path would be something to do with the quarterback missing a lot of like maybe the judo uh, there's a, there's a setback in the judo training and we have a Skylar Thompson like activity or uh, Mike white activity. And that's what it comes yeah, to. Yeah, but they won eleven games. I think it's just it's path impossible. Yeah. Same with Zach Taylor. In a way, path is also pretty impossible. Yeah. I mean, if he was, if he was going to win Coach of the Year, it would have been last year with Burrow out. Um, Browning looked pretty good, almost as good as his uh, girlfriend up there in the oh. box. Um, oh. But whoa, I, I thought you know he did a decent job of filling in for, without Burrow now. If Burrow maybe miss a little bit more time and they get into the playoffs, then I think that would have been his window. But not twenty-two to one. No, no thanks. Antonio Pierce, maybe I'm oh, I'm ultimately pass. gonna pass. Though. I I will be rooting for Antonio Pierce. Uh, I think I'm gonna adopt the Raiders as a uh, little. I'm di- di- uh, no more Chargers. No, Can't, really. I think the Chargers might be getting traded. Why? Because Harbaugh. Yeah, but the the chances that Antonio. I'm going to really regret not betting Antonio Pierce, but I'm, I'm going to pass. All right, Ryan, uh, before we get to some more NFL futures, shout out to uh, underdog fantasy one. You want to get uh, in on some, uh, the future of the NFL. I mean, you're, they already have best ball drafts going. Uh, Ryan and I have done a couple drafts already. Get you ready. Oh, it just gives you a little taste, little, you know, you're coming off that hard crash or hardcore addicted to football, get a little taste. Uh, with these uh, best ball drafts, keeps you hooked in on NFL. Good way to kind of follow the league, and you know, you're the right now. The best ball drafts are like ten bucks. Fun to fire away, keep you invested. Start building that portfolio, and then of course the pick'em: college basketball, NBA, golf, NHL, NASCAR. Almost hit my, uh, almost hit uh, one of those uh, sweet, sweet twenty to one uh, NASCAR pick'ems. Uh, that Cody gave out again. You can you can play around. You get in the spicy plays. You can give up to uh, get up to 100x, and of course you get that 100% deposit bonus over at UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. Um, I see just uh, another bit of commentary on the market, Sean. It does seem like it's uh, condensed a, a ton right around this, this middle range that we're working our way through. Uh, now getting to the 20 to one range. Couple, a uh, couple young, newer guys in here. Dan Campbell, who I think fourteen to one last year, twenty to one this year. Probably He's his this. opportunity, his window's closed. Then we have first year head coach Gerard Mayo, uh, twenty to one. Belichick was thirty to thirty three to one last year. Uh, his his path is very very clear, very easy. Uh, it's just you know, for me, it's a sense. Do you do you see it? And then the last guy, Jonathan Gannon. It was forty to one last year, twenty to one this year, so the odds change is is probably accurate. Uh, although I I think he should probably be a little closer to the top of the board to me. He's the one guy here that I would snap fire and buy get a piece mm. of him because to me this is longer prices than we're getting uh, for a division price. This is much longer than we're getting for a playoff price. 
for the Cardinals. I don't know how else I would get cute and play the Cardinals being a fun, you know, get up team this year. I think I saw enough in his first year to think he isn't the dumpster fire that I was told he was going to be. It's some frisky moments. And I think Kyler, you know, now one year removed, maybe with a, a, a dynamic weapon from the top of the draft, they do have some nice draft capital. This is a team that I think why not, especially you know, we're always finding, wanting to find a way to go against the Niners and say, this is the year they take that step back. But if they do take that step back and the Rams who are going to be fragile or fragile and maybe first year uh, head coach, uh, Mike McDonald up there in Seattle is, isn't the guy then. Yeah. This, this all of a sudden becomes a very interesting squad in Arizona. So yeah, I mean, to your point, Jonathan Cannon, I think will be graded essentially like a first year head coach because of Kyler missing most yep. of that year. Uh, and he, they did have Dobbs. Remember that? Yeah. They, they were part of the Dobbs experience. Pastronaut. Uh, so I think he's going to be getting credit for being a first year head coach, but he got a lot of the bumps and stuff out of the, uh, out of the way there for, for a first year head coach. You definitely like him better than Gerard Mayo. Cause Gerard Mayo also could be that interesting. Again, he gets to nine wins. I think he's definitely in the mix. Nine wins with probably a rookie quarterback. I, my my reason is I think I, I don't know I've just I've listened to him talk a couple times I look at the coaching staff in New England and I just wonder how this is going to be any different than it's been in the past yeah. and, and unless you believe that Belichick the GM was really a problem which I think most most people do agree that, that I don't think you correct that in a year and I don't think you this this is a team that's like oh yeah they're just a quarterback away. Um, I also like the other teams in their division. Like as much as we're going to clown the jets, I, I like their ceiling better. And I certainly like the dolphins, yeah, dolphins bills, bills jets. You would all expect to be fairly competitive. I think you go with Gannon here versus Mayo because yeah. you're getting as much as Kyler is a flawed quarterback. You would certainly have to think it's the first pick in the draft, his chances of getting nine wins is better than whatever rookie quarterback the Patriots would draft. Now, certainly anything could happen, but if you had to price it right now, you know, Kyler Murray getting nine wins or rookie quarterback for the Patriots getting nine wins, you would have to say Kyler. And I think if both teams get nine wins, both uh, coaches are in the consideration oh, yeah. for uh, coach of the year. So I think Gannon is the way to go. I can already tell I'm going to be in invested in the Cardinals this year. Uh, wish me luck. All right. Next here, Matt Eberflute. Who we surprised? I was uh, in a in a moment of panic. I thought he was a second year coach, but this is his third year. Hmm. Eighteen to one, along with Sean McVay, eighteen to one. I, I don't know why McVay gets put on this list and why people continue to vote for him, but he's certainly not. There's so many other reasons the award will be given. You have a defensive player of the year candidate. You have a quarterback that's always going to be a story, and he's probably the reason it's held together. I guess in some ways this McVay's path probably involves Stafford getting hurt and them still rising to the occasion. I just can't see it with this McVay. McVay's price should not be shorter than Gannon to me. That that's I guess. Mis- oh, you price. like McVay? No. Oh, no. McVay's price should okay, not be yeah, shorter yeah, yeah. than Gannon. Yeah, no. McVay's McVay, price should be like uh, to me. He sh- he should be in the same bucket as like Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I mean he got a couple votes last year. He <laughs> probably. It's because he's off sucking the media off, you know. He he's a big media. No, I th- I think they I think he did do a good job coaching up those rookies, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, uh, the D lineman they got. Like I thought he did a really good job. 
considering they were so screwed cap wise, I think he actually did a pretty good job coaching. So, uh, but again, I think last year was probably his year. I think the cat out of, is out of the bag, and I don't think there's going to be anything really attractive here for Sean McVay. Yeah, and then Eberflus. Yeah, I'm with you. I, well, he, I would actually pause for a moment here because if they do get the offense right, that defense was starting to work. But again, I, I look at division dynamics, and it it this price is too short. Uh, Eberflu should be like Mike Tomlin, if not Steve. Well, and again, I think somewhat similar reason why I'm off Peyton is I think Eberflu kind of hurt him, hurt himself as candidate for coach of the year this year by finishing seven and ten. I also think it hurts that people couldn't point him out in a lineup. Yeah, but I do think some of these guys. It's like okay, if you, it's between you and Sean Payton, similar narrative. Everyone knows who Sean Payton is. Sorry, and, and they're not even sure how to say your name. Eberflus, Eberflu. Yeah. Yeah, at thirty to one, I think I would fire an Eberflu. These are some of them. I would not at eighteen. My label for this tier: uh, get the fuck out of the left lane. Yeah, D'Amico. All right, next up, we got the fourteen to one gang: D'Amico, Ryan's, Robert Sala, both former uh, assistants there for Kyle Shanahan. Then we got Shane Steichen, Mike McDonald. We have a Mike McDaniel and a Mike. McDonald. I feel a little bit like I'm a youth soccer coach and I got 15 Kylie's on the team. <laughs> D'Amico Ryan's Shane Steichen in their second year, Sean, uh, Mike McDonald up there in Seattle, first year head coach, of course, coming from Baltimore, uh, coaching under John Harbaugh. Uh, before that, he was coaching under Jim Harbaugh uh, for Michigan. Uh, to me, Mike McDonald is taking over an interesting situation. Because almost certainly there's going to have to be some sort of roster upheaval and just stop culture change. Yeah. Unless he's a take my shirt off and rah rah guy like Pete Carroll was, I I almost certainly expect that them to take a step back. And so seeing him at fourteen to one doesn't make sense to me. No, I I'm surprised he's a favorite uh, because they were nine and eight last year. Yeah. So the you know the they were viewed as uh like a competent team they had decent odds to make the playoffs they were had a chance to make the playoffs there to the very end last of the week he's I, taking over from a guy who retired not fired so yeah. it's not like you know it's a slightly nothing's, different dynamic nothing's, uh, sexy about that Shane Steichen I mean he should have been uh gotten more votes last year last year was his chance I mean he he almost got you know and if they win that last uh, regular season game and the Colts get into the playoffs uh, and end up winning he was 28 to 1 last year the division yeah I mean he was one of the guys I fired on I yeah certainly had it uh, was in the mix until those last couple of weeks um but I thought he did a really good coaching job now I I just the problem is a 14 to 1 I would rather play Anthony Richardson comeback player of the year although I'm sure he's going to be a massive favorite coming in this season I don't know. I mean, think really? about who's gonna, who else is gonna be on there? Like act guys who actually are coming back from injury. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is interesting. So you have two two yeah. quarterbacks there. Uh, to me, that right away present you know splitting up the market. Then you're gonna you know find your guys who sucked really bad. You know, get your get your uh, Nick Chubb will be on the board almost certainly. Your, yeah. your marquee uh, studs. Oh, right. Maybe gotta, maybe Anthony Richardson will have a better price than I think. I, I think yeah. So my notes on the Colts, uh, Colts were hand pay in the NFL slot. So we're gonna have to find a the way. How's the slot? Oh wait, I already have a future on them to win the Super Bowl from the really Super Bowl Fifty Nine early odds episode. So make sure you check out that uh, that we recorded it last week. Goal is we'll be doing an NFL future every week. 
Uh, and so do you like, like, how would you, how do you play the Colts? To your point, I love the AR comeback AR 15 comeback player of the year way. I like playing them in the traditional futures markets. Yeah. They might be interesting just to the division in too. a way. If this offense hits, why is this not the, in some way, the Eagles from a couple of years back, where they can make a run. Yeah, because I mean, their I, offense I had so some takes on the Colts, and it would have been interesting to see what version. Plays Don't you kind of like that he got a year where he didn't play a ton? He, I think there's some elements of of um, good fortune that may come from his inability to finish games. Uh, Shane Steichen at fourteen to one to me is still. Yeah, I mean, they would have to be number one seed. That's the only way they're getting. But it, you can, yeah. The number one seed odds are probably going to be going off at twenty to one, if not higher. Yeah. And so you probably a better way to play it. Any interest in uh, D'Amico Ryan's in a makeup no. call? Nope. Uh, nope. And Robert Sala? No. What you? Robert Sala. They, they've been wanting to give him that fucking award <laughs> every it, year. Robert Sala, if they do well, it's going to be all Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's he's not going to get. What if they finally do well without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, his chance to win Coach of the Year was getting Zach Wilson in the playoffs. I don't know if you saw they they did as an organization they are emphasizing the backup quarterback position as a position of need this off <laughs> season. So maybe they'll get that solved and and they won't have the problems. Uh, all right, last three. We'll just do them all together. Raheem Morris with the Falcons, first year head coach. He's 10 to 1. Arthur Smith was 25 to 1 last year in probably a better situation. Matt LaFleur, 2019 is when he was hired. He was 12 to 1 last year, 8 to 1 this year. He's the one old guy that's interesting because um, I do think he could be potentially rewarded, but the price is very short. And then Jim Harbaugh, 5 to 1. Come on. Uh, you, you can't play that. No. Uh, and the floor, the Packers were too good. So, is there any any value in playing Raheem Morris at ten to one? No, division is winnable. Nope. They they could be massively upgrading with a veteran quarterback if the Kirk Cousins news is correct. Yeah, I just the they're the, not going to be this. The needle per- they have to thread at that price is just doesn't make sense to me. So they have to, you know. Well, let me put it this way: What's their price going to be to win the division? It's not going to be anywhere near ten to one. No. Uh, what is their uh, so if they ha- let's just uh, let, let's if they get Kirk Cousins, are they immediately the favorites to win the division? So if they're if they're let's say they're plus one fifty even to win the division, do you like this at ten to one, knowing that if they win the division, everyone fucking loves this guy? GMs who didn't hire him were talking about how other teams have to hire this guy. Shame on you! How have we not yeah, hired no, this guy? I, I, He's I, a Sean McVay tree guy. That's a bump. He he has a path, but I don't like it at the price. I oh God, I agree with you, and I I I, I am trying. No, like his, I I see the case for him. He's actually one of the favorites I would agree with, or at least being priced down this low. But uh, not I I'm not firing at ten to one. Yeah, uh, I also think there's the version of this where everyone was so hard up that he needed to have a job. Well, it's like one they have to get. Uh, a veteran quarterback. Two, that veteran quarterback has to play really well. Three, they probably have to win the division because they did win seven games I'd, last year. I'd also ask, what is this price? Well, I think you're definitely comparing it to division win, but what does the price drop to if they get Kirk Cousins? Like, yeah. does he become neck and neck with Harbaugh then? No, not I, probably like eight to one. So you're not even. It's not even like a massive amount. It's not like you're getting a. You know. Like Callahan, the second people realize this team can run the ball, play some defense, and Will Levis doesn't suck, all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. I I'm with you. I can't. Uh, Raheem Morris is very close to being interesting, but my contrarian nature wants me wants to fade him just because everyone's so hard up his ass. <laughs> I, it's just like, come on, guy. Like when I heard to, who was the uh, the Saints GM getting on his fucking high horse, telling other co- uh, franchises they sh- they sh- they need to hire this guy. How how dare they? Yeah, very weird. Yeah, very weird. Feels like that's a shoe in for the coach of the year though. Anyway, and Lafleur, yeah, I want I, the Packers were too good last year. Uh, Eight to one. What yeah. do I, I don't? I, do people follow this coach of the year? It's because you think that Jordan Love is an MVP candidate, and they they get the number one seed, I guess. Yeah, that, that's the path. But right? at eight They're, to one, I would rather just play Jordan Love or them number one seed. Because they got in the playoffs and they won a game, so in people's mind, they already had a great season. So their number one seed price is probably going to be eight fifty nine to one. I mean, it, they're going to be pretty side by side. So to your point, you'd rather take that. Yeah, if you're super high on the Packers, there's other ways to play it because they they I'm they, with you. they were nine and eight. They got in the playoffs. They won a playoff game. For him to be seen as like key to their success. It's going to be tough because a lot of time, very rarely does the coach of the year and MVP on the same team. Love MVP is more interesting, and to your point, one seed probably more interesting. I mean, they're also going to come into the year as the second favorite in their own division. Yeah, they're going to come in with pretty high expectations. The coach of the year is all about exceeding expectations, and Jim Harbaugh, same thing. He's going to come in with expectations. I know people look at. Um, you know, look at this Chargers team and go, oh, they were five and twelve. And yeah, I guess if he makes them ten and seven, I I, I would rather just play Chargers to make playoffs. Um, you know, I think the price will be interesting. I mean, because also like the market's not going to give you that much credit because a lot a lot of the five and twelve was all the games Herbert missed. Uh yeah, I'm with you. It was we were we were playing some Easton Stick. Who can forget? Uh. I, I Easton, feel, get the stick. Do you have any uh, any any regrets? Did you, anyone you feel like we went by and you you wish you had locked up? Because I have one. I'm going to be adding one more person to the card. No, I, I like where I like where I'm at here. I need to have Antonio Pierce on the card. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be too invested in this squad. I I think uh, it gives me half of the division. So uh, let's go. Final answer for me: Sean Payton, thirty to one. Brian Callahan, twenty eight to one. Antonio Pierce, 22 to one, Jonathan Gannon, 20 to one. And honestly, for, as a general uh, rule, that's probably a good, good uh, odds range to limit yourself to. Don't, yeah. don't play anything shorter than 20 to one. The chalk stuff. It's your path versus like the chance of hitting. It's not that good. Uh, Callahan, 28 to one for me, Dan Quinn, 25 to one and JG 22 one. What's the, you got to figure out a fun gimmick with Callahan and and Tommy boy. Oh yeah. Titans. And I don't know. We'll fit Will Levis Callahan auto. I make car parts for the American people because that's who I am. Ryan, have you signed up with the uh, Hall of Fame bets yet over at hofbets.com? What are you waiting for? Download the Hall of Fame bets app. Use the promo code SGP and get 50% off your first month. Start betting smarter, not harder with Hall of Fame bets. Great for uh firing on some uh, same game NBA parlays. They got you covered over at hofbets.com. Promo code SGPN. Uh, all right, Kramer, best bets for Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. What do you like here? Why don't you lead off? I got weird with this one. Okay, so I uh 
these numbers aren't out yet, so I'm using Ken Palm projected lines. But hmm. for Wednesday, uh, Colorado State at New Mexico. I'm taking New Mexico laying the four. New Mexico dominates at home. I know we make fun of Colby for always bringing it up, but they, it really is. New Mexico is great at home. Uh, no one goes into the pit and gets a win. Uh, Colorado State three and five away. They're coming off that huge win against U- Utah State at home. This is a really tough travel spot. And New Mexico nine and three against the spread as a home favorite. Give me the Lobos in New Mexico. Uh, lay in four. I love that you stuck with the Mountain West. There's not a from what I can see, or you know, there wasn't a ton. I do. I got a couple SEC games in here too, Ryan. Okay. I got two. I got two, two, uh, two items. What do you got? All right. First up, as you know, Sean, we are in a Champions League cycle this oh week. Oh my God! You're doing soccer? Oh, well, I, w- I wanted to make sure that the oh odds were out <laughs> when we discussed right. the picks. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going full nuclear. Uh, so, I uh, one play from me organically. One play from the guys over at the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, shout out to Barry, uh, one of my new, I would say, like new favorite person who's come into my life in the last couple of years. Uh, so shout out to Boz, crushing the ladders. If you're if you're a oh, ladder yeah. guy, crushing the ladders on the Premier League Gambling Podcast. See what I'm doing here? Just it, just making a whole advert for the uh, Premier League Gambling Podcast. Advert, great great English word. Subscribe, there, right? uh, subscribe, follow, subscribe, follow. All right. First up, we're going to the uh, Porto Arsenal game. I've been watching a ton of Arsenal uh, in the EPL. Uh, if you're if you're getting into soccer, they're they're definitely a team you want to check out. They're fun to watch. We're doing a little team total. I don't know what they call this on the pitch, but I'm doing a team total over one and a half. This team has just been scoring goals at will, destroying teams in the EPL by five six goals. Uh, so they're going to take their form to the Champions League in a game where they're heavily favored. Uh, I expect them to score and early and often over one and a half goals. Sean, feel free to tell me this one's uh, uh, definitely going to be a lock. And here's the one we got from Barry Barcelona. Sean, of course, you know, the 90 minutes we're going to, they got the draw in the middle there. So it's a three-way bet. We're taking Barcelona Hmm. within the time against Napoli. The books can't separate them, but they aren't watching the game, is what Barry say. Napoli's really fallen off. Barca in great form. Uh, meanwhile, Napoli won three of eleven and failed to score in six of those. Are you kidding me? Barca is a smash spot. Uh, I'm seeing plus one sixty five over at DK right now. So hop on that again. Arsenal team total over one and a half. Barcelona plus one sixty five. Sean. Champions League is on a great time during the day too, right in the middle of the day. So good uh, work, companion. Wanted to get people through the. Uh, so the d- Pr- Premier League covers Champions League. No, oh, okay. Premier League is one of the leagues that feeds into Champions League. So you have all the various leagues: English, Spanish, La Liga. You got the German Bundesliga. Uh, you got the uh, Italy, uh, Serie A. Anyway, the the best teams of all of those leagues feed into Champions League. So it's almost like. Uh, if we did some sort of, uh, if we had other football leagues and like the top teams from the NFL played against the top teams from the UFL and the CFL and maybe even the Power Five, uh, we can make that happen. Anyway, Koisty in the chat saying ten corners up the ladder. Well, again, you want to check out the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, I'm in. A little uh, SEC basketball for you on a Wednesday. I like uh, LSU at home. 
I'm projecting them to be a four point home dog against Kentucky. Kentucky off that uh, big win. You had Cal saying, Oh, I guess we sucked. All of a sudden, Kentucky starts smelling themselves. Now they're a road favorite uh, on the road. Someone from the coffee shop was trying to pair to our TV. Uh, That was funny. Kentucky uh, has Alabama at home next, so I think they could look uh, ahead past LSU. And you know, Kentucky uh, certainly good uh, and nice win at Auburn. But this feels like a back-to-back road spot for them. This is a this, you know I think if you if you shot them up with some true serum, them getting a win either at Auburn or LSU, I think they would have been happy with LSU. They're going to be a road favorite. I don't like them in that spot. I think. Uh, uh, LSU is a frisky home dog here and uh, should be catching around four points. Next up, got Florida, the Gators, chomp, chomp, heading down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, Alabama, to me, you look at all the Ken Palm, the advanced numbers. Alabama is just kind of a better version of Florida. Don't trust Florida on the road, laying a big number, likely to be nine points. But Alabama, 79% from the line. This is a different Alabama team. Uh, you know, I feel like in years past they struggled from the free throw line, struggled to be efficient shooting. Not anymore. Seventy nine percent from the line, number one efficient offense. I think they roll. I got Alabama land nine. So, uh, what do we got here? Two favorites and a dog. Alabama minus nine, LSU plus four, and New Mexico minus four. Of course, check out the college basketball picks page. Uh, I'm tossing in all my plays there from the podcast as well. We are going to be doing a uh, college basketball uh, picks episode. When is that? When is that? Tomorrow, right? Uh, we're doing uh, Wednesday. We'll be doing an episode covering the third Thursday slate. We're Let's also going to have Noah on for a quick couple college baseball. Oh yeah, nuggets for the weekend. No one's upcoming. covering college baseball like uh, no it, it's college baseball experience. Also because no one's covering college baseball, yep. but. Yeah, I, I uh, shocked at how many people want to talk to Noah about college baseball. No, it's, they, it's they, big, man. You know why? Yeah, because people love edges and they love V. Not expected V, but V. See uh, a lot of then, V out there. And then Thursday, we um, we will be breaking down the Saturday slate as we normally do. So we c- football's over, Sean. Yeah. General schedule is going to be uh, best ball. NFL futures and three college basketball episodes. So uh, we'll be we'll be hitting the college bat. We'll be hitting Smash. the hardwood three days a week. Smash that subscribe button. Always appreciate uh, positive reviews over on Apple Podcast uh, and you know merch gift cards uh, f- flying off the shelf for those who uh, want to be uh, throw out some positivity in the world. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. Uh, this is the highest ranked free throw shooting team in Alabama history. Kramer, let it ride.